Okay, welcome back. 2012. Going right along. Keep moving forward. Took a little time off over the holidays. That was nice. Had a chance to reconnect with some people, both friends and family. And um, some interesting conversations and contrast came to mind for this talk, actually. I spoke to two other martial arts school owners. Both have had schools many years. Both have had, uh, they have many, many, dec they have decades of, of uh, experience. Both have health problems. In many ways, very similar. I speak to one, and there's a lot of um, low energy, kind of uh, negative attitude, talking about how bad the economy is. People don't get it. It's people's fault. You know, he's trying to teach real good martial arts and people rather practice empty stuff and, and I'm listening, letting him speak his mind. Then I'm on the phone with the other martial artist, same similar situation, except now he's in one of the worst economic places in the country. Pretty challenging health issues as well. I get on the phone with him. He is, let's just say night and day. He is the exact opposite. He's talking about it's time to bounce. Looking forward. Going, this is going to be a great year. You know, attitude of students are into it. People are coming. They want to do this. And I can teach them quality martial arts. And they're and we're doing great, everything's good, and we're pushing hard, and working hard, and he's proud of his students, and it's just going on and on, all this positive energy. You talk to someone like that, how does it feel? Kind of pumps you up a little bit. That's why I caught a video of uh, one of these, I don't know, online talent shows. America's Got Talent, right? That's one of them. I think that's what it was. And they showed this 10 or 11-year-old girl trying out. And she was phenomenal. And then they show her, she actually won the thing, months later, I guess. And the one singer in the middle, probably most people know her, I don't, anyway. But she's a famous singer. And she says, this girl's so good, it makes me want to go practice. She's a multimillionaire, making her, her living with her voice, entertaining. And this little 11-year-old is so good, it inspires her to want to practice. Tale of two seafoods there. Both doing what they love, supposed to be. One inspiring, one not so much. Two other business owners I came into in the same business, not martial arts, but they're in the same business. And same. One positive, talking about how great the holidays were and business was booming and this year is going to be great. The other one, 
Just you hear it in their voice. It's just, yeah, it's okay. Things are okay. Why? Which comes first? Your positive energy or great things happening in your life? Which comes first? I don't know. Analyze your life. Check it out. Think about it a little bit. That's what we're here for. Let's be a little more aware of what's going on. Are we affecting our results just with our attitude? There's one thing about life I'm sure of. Bad things happen. There is no doubt about that. Bad things happen. Are you dwelling on the bad things? When things are going good for you, or things are going bad for you, how are you with other people? When things are going bad, are you bringing them down? And when things are going good, are you bringing them up? Do you have any consistency? Do you even know? Have you ever actually sat back and watched yourself play the observer part, and see, am I bringing these things on myself? Now, events can't necessarily say that. Bad things happen to good people all the time. Oh, they're so nice, they treat everyone so good, and bad things still happen, right? What can we control? What can we control? Only our response to those things. But do we respond first and then realize it? Can you correct after you yelled? You raise your voice and yell at somebody because you're tired, irritable, underrested, overworked. Can you fix that after you did it? No, too late. But just realizing that you did it all of a sudden you stepped into that observer chair and realized I didn't have to be that way. I didn't have to do that. No matter how bad you think you have it, I guarantee there's much worse. You ever think about that when things are not going so great for you? Or do you cry and, why me? Which one? I'm reluctant to bring it up, but it's my mother, someone very close, obviously. She blows my mind sometimes. From the time she was a kid, and she lost her father at 10, had a younger brother to take care of at five. Raised a family, definitely one of those super moms where we were never without. Always had what we needed and most of what we wanted. 
rocky marriage, and barely making ends meet. I didn't really know that growing up. How does she do it? Loses a granddaughter, our daughter. Watches her son go through five years of hell. Watches her nieces having the worst experiences being bullied. Uprooted from her home. Because her husband, my father, breaks a hip, doesn't recover well. He's in a nursing home at 74. She's got to care for him. They have a beautiful house in the woods in Pennsylvania. She's got to live now in a small space, trying to stay close to him, trying to stay close to the family. She has these dogs that bring so much joy, so much excitement, so much fun. They make you laugh. They run around. They play. Two small dogs like lifelong puppies. Six months ago in the summer, one just dropped. Young for a small dog. Maybe 10 years old, 11 years old. Small dogs live much longer. She was broken hearted. One thing after another, after another. One of the things, uh, my nieces, her granddaughters, one of the things my uh, one niece faced this year. She was put in a hospital. They were bullied so bad she was beat up. Set up and beat up. 17 years old. Never had a problem. Somebody just picked her out. Terrible. I'm upset. So why did you have her trained in martial arts all these years? They used to practice here when they were real little. But life gets in the way. People get busy. You never know what you're going to need when you need it. didn't have to happen. I can't control that. Trying to move my father to a, back to Pennsylvania because they try to sell this house. Nobody even looks. Nobody even looks. Really stuck between a rock and a hard place. Before I came here today, I was at the nursing home, made a quick trip up there because the other dog last night having seizures, nine years old, small dog, supposed to live long. They go to the nursing home with this blood, it's like a puppy running around, everybody's excited to see today I'm walking out of the nursing home with her. People asking her, where's the puppy? And each person she runs into, she's got to tell them, don't die. Yeah, I was on the phone this afternoon. She had to make this decision to put the dog to sleep or go through completely unknown, very difficult medical treatment and Thousands of dollars in expenses. 
for, for nothing, for one day, not even one day. Probably five, six grand easy. And they could do nothing. They wanted to do, put them on steroids and chemotherapy and with no promises. We can try this. Tough, tough, tough. Breaks my heart to see someone going through so much ongoing pain. But you know what she says? Yeah, it's tough today, but we'll get through it. Some people get hit hard. Some people get hit over and over and over and over, relentlessly, knocked down. What can you do but get up? This is what life is. It's not focus on the bad things. It's getting up, going forward, so you can enjoy more of the good things. Can we all be more like that? I'm sure all of you and family and friends have their story. Everybody thinks they have the worst situation. Get up, brush off, try again. A while back I taught how to develop a reflex to stress. I don't know, maybe some of you remember. But you know, in that moment when you feel emotional or maybe scared, that, that feeling, that, that adrenal rush, adren adrenaline rush in the system, you're freezing, you know, you freeze up, deer in headlights kind of feeling, oh my God kind of feeling. Or you're just getting really upset, angry, emotional, on edge. What reflex do you want to develop? Raise your hand if you know the answer. I'm curious. I ought to see more hands than that. As soon as I say it, oh yeah, I knew that. I don't know, the hand should go right up. It should be a reflex. You should know by now. Breathe. The moment you feel your reflex needs to be breathe bigger, deeper. Focus there to center yourself so you can deal with this situation. You will change right away the pattern that your body's going into, which is that deer in headlights don't know what to do, frozen. That's how the martial artists can defend themselves. If they train properly, they can control that kind of reaction that freezes them up and makes all their training go out the window. There's people who train 10, 20, 30 years and still can't fight a lick if they have to. With their life depending on it. I'm doing all these attacks and defenses and what? What happened? When I needed it most. And then they blame the martial art. I don't know what they're teaching in other places, but I guarantee you this. What we're teaching here works. But if you don't work it, Nothing's going to happen. It's nothing special. So I give you that every time. Something cuts in front of you and you, you slip on the brake. Breathe. Calm down. 
any situation that makes that feeling, somebody in your face, somebody, whatever you can think of, I'm sure you have plenty of moments of that, that rush and just react. You're practicing to react by centering. It happens automatically. You know what a reflex is? You know when something goes in your eye? You blink? Try to touch somebody's eye, they blink. Who taught them that? Sisu comes in and talks about mosquito bite. Who taught you to do that? That's a reflex. But some things need to be practiced. Breathing to center to change that moment something you can practice and make it a reflex the same as blinking or smacking that mosquito. Center, you make better decisions. You calm your mind. You don't make those knee-jerk emotional reaction to things. You know, the family member pushing your buttons. Breathe. Don't need to lash out like the habit you have. You think about it. You have a reflex already. What is it? Do you know? Self-awareness. This is the essence of our practice. Our goal is to be more self-aware. To raise our consciousness. Get more connected to who we really are. That's how. In the moment adjustments. There's another good reflex. This one. Your practice is already teaching you this, if you practice. If you're practicing what's taught here, you already will be getting good at this. You may not know the application for it yet, but they go together. Something bad happens. Now what? You know, you're overworked, underrested, can't pay the bills, all these issues. What happens? You get discouraged. Anybody ever feel discouraged? Anybody not saying yes is lying. Absolutely. You get discouraged. You get discouraged about your job, you get discouraged about your, your relationships, you get discouraged about your practice here, your physical condition, your health, there's so many things. You get discouraged. So what's your reflex? You get the news, you get the bad things happens, what happens? Is it like flushing the toilet? Downward spiral? What happens? Do you know? You start the negative thought, does it lead to another negative thought, does it lead to another negative thought, and onward? How long do you wallow in the bad stuff? The bad stuff's gonna happen regardless, you can't stop it. So many people, things have gotta change. Yeah, right now. Right now you can change. Because you can't control the things, but you can control your response. 
You can't control what you do because of it. Remember that. Maybe you believe in the higher power, the divine. I hope you do. I know that connection is very rewarding. But that's one of the things that leads to discouragement. No connection. An attitude, a character, a, a, um, a habit of being afraid. No courage, no bravery to face things. These things lead to being discouraged. I can't do it. That's just the way I am. There goes the downward spiral. Can't even look yourself in the eye in the mirror. Then life just flies by because you're just trying to distract yourself from being busy. You think busyness is living. Something's not going your way? Downward spiral. Is that your habit? Is that your reflex? Do you know if it is? Can you catch yourself? Discouragement, negativity, depression. Downward spiral is going to lead you to depression. Then maybe you get some pill so you don't feel anything. Because apparently you don't want to feel anything when you take that pill. You need to feel. Something bad happens, you need to let it out. You need to bleed. Tears. You need to bleed. You gotta let it out, you gotta clear it out, or it's gonna stay with you, it's gonna stay on you, it's gonna haunt you. That's number one. Number two, build another reflex. When you practice meditation, you are practicing focus. You're practicing concentration. The ability to control your thoughts. So therefore, here. I can't give better advice. Build that reflex. Just like the breath centers you in a stressful moment, think differently when you recognize the downward spiral. The moment you catch a chain of negative thoughts, think differently. How do you do that? I can't think of something else. I can't help thinking about my dog dying, for example. Yeah, that case happened today. I don't expect someone to just... but. I said, you get knocked down, some people get up, keep going forward. How long does it take you to brush off and go forward? And how can we make that a little faster without being detrimental? That's why I say you got to cry. You got to let it out. Don't trap it inside. Don't pretend it's not bothering you. But it won't be as bad if you think differently. How? Practicing watching your thoughts. We teach here 
visualizing the numbers so you can focus. You try to see that in your mind's eye, yes? Everybody's familiar with the concentration exercise? Okay, if you're not, ask us afterwards. We'll talk about that. Flower meditation, uh, happiness meditation. I went over those recently. Visualizations, you're controlling your thoughts. Even sitting, watching the breath, and recognizing that the mind has a stream of thinking going on and you catch it and you come back to the breath if that's your focal point. A simple one like that. But I'll tell you, both for martial purposes and for life, developing the ability to control the mind's eye. It's very powerful. Very powerful. Just like in class, I say visualize something really trying to hurt you. Really trying to get you. Get out of the way. See? Don't get emotional about it. Stay calm. Defend. Big, mean, ugly scars, knife, everything. You just don't be there. Move. Slip it. Even if they got a machine gun, if their bullets don't hit you, you're okay. But when you're practicing, it's all about visualizing. We're not going to bring in a machete next week and let you taste reality, okay? You have to imagine that. And the more real you imagine it, the more real. If you ever needed something like that, you're going to have a reflex developing that your mind stays calmer. You know to breathe. You've seen this imaginary danger many, many times. No problem, because you don't emotionally attach to it. It's no problem. I do what I need to do. Meditation, watch the thoughts, my mind wanders, come back. This is all developing the mind's ability to think what you choose. But what happens when things are bad, when things are terrible? You are lost. What's worse? How do you stop thinking about it? Just distract yourself and get busy? There's a far more powerful way. You need to have a picture in your mind that you practice that brings you joy. That if you think, yeah, you have a child, and you see that child in your mind's eye, and it makes you want to smile. The child's laughing, the child's happy, and it makes you want to smile. When you see a child playing, when you see a child happy, does that feel good? You think about that. The flower meditation is about planting the seed and watching your favorite flower bloom. How does that feel? Does anybody feel bad when they see a flower in bloom? It's a habit of putting it something in your mind that feels good. That thought can dominate. You forgot the other one. The only way to stop thinking of one thing is to think of something else. Busy distraction is a common method, but it's not as powerful if you have straight control of your own thoughts. When you need it, when you want it. I prefer to think this way right now. End of year, I talked about practicing this year. What? Being fully present. Treat your life as a meditation. 
This is how I try to live every day, every moment. I, what am I doing this moment? What am I feeling at this moment? What's going on around me this moment? That's fully alive because you're paying more attention to now. So you practice that regularly. Something bad happens, you're going to catch this very early. You control your mind because that's a practice. Presence is a mental control. Living life like it's a meditation, an ongoing meditation, is consistent mental control. Because you know when you're in meditation, when we sit, the mind wanders and you bring it back. And the mind wanders and you bring it back. Well, this is a very practical application. Because what's practical in life about sitting and, and closing your eyes? If that can't be applied, if you're not applying that in your life, our class, physically punching, kicking, if we can't apply what we're learning in this room, in our lives, without physically fighting, what good is it? That is a false conception and total immaturity to just be a great fighter. I can beat people up. Yeah, try that one time. You end up in prison. That's a great life. This mental control in our waking lives, going through our day-to-day -day normal activities, in conversations, driving to work, driving any place, this is a very different way to live. You can catch this. Just like in meditation. The mind wanders, bring it back. I'm suffering. Change it. New focal point. Bad thought, good thought. Bad thought feels bad. Do I want to go down? You have a loss. We need a time of mourning. Please don't misunderstand. I said you need to let that out. But the way to recover, control your mind. When we go to meditation, make it important. You're here. I know it's important. I know you want to. But make it more important. You're home. Remember, when you have time to meditate, you make that time. Don't wait until you have time. You make that time. Because it's important. And then more consistently you practice that control of your mind. Not controlling your emotions. Yeah, we have to have control of our emotions in public. Obviously. You can't just punch somebody because they make you mad. Self-control. Of course, you need that. But notice or recognize the difference between holding it in and not. What's different? You feel it. What do you do? You feel that bad feeling. You're emotional. Something bad happened. Now what? Remember that. I can change my mind so I don't feel like that as opposed to controlling it and holding it in and creating deep tension. 
that many people don't even realize they have. Cutting circulation in the body. This is completely different. It's the root. Your thinking is the root of the emotional response. It's what you think of the situation. Remember that. Five people, same situation, five different responses. One's fine, one's in therapy. For some it's easier than others, yeah. But our practice here can make us all real good at it. Let's go to meditation. 